When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so I should be editing a podcast because I'm trying to post daily again because like I was having the time of my life when I was posting daily, right? But obviously I'm not doing that because one, I'm stressing about the fact that I feel like my podcast is a failure. Is it really? No. After reviewing my, what's it called? Downloads, listeners. My podcast is actually on the come up, but I feel like a failure because and she hasn't because what? <laughs> because she hasn't already come up. Also, I'm on an antibiotic for my ears so it doesn't get infected because by the way, she got her keloids removed. So had them snip snipped off. It was the coolest thing ever. I made a TikTok about it where you can see like I show you the pieces of keloids that they removed from my ear, but she literally gave me injections in both keloids and she was like I'll be back in 10 minutes to remove them and I was like "Mm, okay sure and I'm sitting there like ain't no way in hell that these two little injections into this keloid is going to stop me from feeling her take scissors and snip these lumps from my ears um this is why you trust your doctor it completely worked I didn't feel a thing also I'm cramping so bad like what I just realized, I posted a vlogmas episode yesterday, the first episode about the shootings in America, and I didn't use the Christmas intro. It is what it is. And so, yeah, and so she started cutting away and I didn't feel a thing. I literally only felt her tugging on my ear. And she was like, did you feel that? And I was like, feel what? And she was like, I cut your keloid off. I was like, you cut? Like, I thought she just put a clamp around my ear or something. I didn't feel a thing. So I was like, oh, I love modern medicine. It was the coolest thing in the world. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I got that move removed yesterday. Time doesn't feel like it exists. What else has happened? Oh, yeah. So I was on antibiotics. I woke up. I threw it up because it says take on an empty stomach. Even though antibiotics are super aggressive and you're not usually supposed to take them on an empty stomach. Mine said take on an empty stomach. So I woke up bright and early this morning and I took it on an empty stomach, continued to lay in bed and watch YouTube videos. I need to go grab my heating pad. Got up, threw up, threw up. I threw it up. I just threw it up. I tried to like scarf down a rice cake real quick when I realized that I was about to throw it up because I was like, I need to keep this in my body. Didn't work out. Yeah, that didn't work out. And so I just threw it up and then I started my period right away. I was like, God, I ain't your strongest soldier. You could stop. You know what? I don't even know why you playing with me because suddenly all I have to do is stop believing in you and my life would now I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. <sighs> pending on what I believe in religion. If y'all wanted to know if y'all were just curious, like pending, pending, it's like, there's something there, but what is it? But like, I believe it's a God, but I also believe it's energy, but I believe it's a combination of God and energy. Like there's a God who gave us our own power and he's just kind of like sitting back 
whatever. We're not getting into religion. Not a religious podcast. So yeah, I'm cramping hella badly. I need to go grab a heating pad and I need to be editing part two of this really long podcast, but it's an hour and something minutes long. And so I'm editing half tonight and then the other half tomorrow morning because that seemed to work great. But when I tell you I don't even want to start, I don't even want to start. I want to go back to making fun content because, I mean, it is fun. It was a fun conversation with Daniela, but it's such a serious and dark topic. And actually, while I was editing in the first episode, I almost started crying because I was like, oh, my God, this is just like frick like this was dark and the fact that i actually like lived like i lived through this we lived through this we live through the fear of like there being a shooting i know remember in that podcast episode where i said i would stop saying like so many times <laughs> that is incorrect <laughs> now we say it 24 7 and we stop caring about the amount i literally need to go grab a heating pad hold on Heating pad has been acquired. How many times have I said, oh, I'm about to get my period on this podcast? I feel like it's been one too many. Anyways, I, the entire point of this was because I'm procrastinating editing a podcast, I decided to record a podcast about me procrastinating the editing of the previous podcast. <laughs> i'm a human too as much as i have an ethic to win like the work ethic to win and get out here and grind sometimes sometimes i just want to be lazy and i'm like i really just want to sit here and chill and lie down but then i know if i did that then i'd be thinking about the fact that like i could be doing more with my podcast and blah 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 and you know so i'm gonna go podcast now edit a podcast with this heating pad curled around my body and I'm gonna pretend like it's a warm bunny to make me happy (laughs) Hmm. also I do uber deliveries as a job while I'm in college I love I have a love-hate relationship with it I love that it's on my own time I love that I am my own boss like I love that it's basically being an entrepreneur without being an entrepreneur hate the fact that it's still an actual job (laughs) I hate it I hate that I actually have to get up and do it but I'm not going to complain because at least I get paid to do it it's kind of fun and I don't have to talk to that many people (sighs) yeah that's it I'm just tired I'm just really really tired I want to lie down because the rest of my life it's about to be podcast not the rest of my life for the next few years it's podcast work podcast work podcast work my friends telling me I'm a workaholic and all I ever do is work and never spend time with them and so now they want my attention and they're forcing me to go out with them podcast work <laughs> School starts. Podcast. School. Podcast. School. Podcast. School. My friends telling me that all I ever do is work and I never spend time with them and I've been ignoring them so now it's time so now they're forcing me to go out with them. Podcast. School. And that is literally how my life is about to be. I hate it so much, but like I can't complain. 
I can't complain, but I'm going to complain because I'm tired. And like, it's literally just because I'm fighting for the goal to be a full-time content creator. And then from there, it's going to be podcast, school, interview, podcast, school, photo shoot, podcast, school, PR unboxing, unboxing, podcast, school, TikTok brand content, content, podcast, school, podcast, school, content, podcast, school. Like it's, it's a vicious cycle. Can I get a professional athlete to date me? So that way it could be podcast, my boo, school, podcast, my boo, school. I'm gonna go edit now. I'm gonna go edit now. After watching a YouTube video. (laughs) Here is what has happened since then. Okay. Christmas has happened. I have stopped doing vlogmas and i'm tired of coming on here and complaining about my mental health because yes babes you are depressed but you are not the only person get in freaking line okay here we use humor to deflect from the real problems okay that is why i love stand-up comedians because it's all a bunch of depressed mother mm, and they are just laughing about it and laughing about life and that's what i love and i love content like that just like dark humor because i'm like i'm such in a dark state of mind but it's like funny you know make fun of it because you can always find light from your darkness point being okay so christmas happened i've discovered i really hate the holidays and when I was younger, it was a little more tolerable because I was not because cons- I was already consistently around the family. And so it was just another day of being consistently around people. Now that I'm older and I actually have been in and out of like my family and then my life and then my family and then my life. And it's a little more intolerable because I'm just about around a bunch of judgmental people and like. I get that a majority of families are like that, but it is really hard. Like, I mean, really hard for me to just be like, <laughs> like my family's judgmental. Who cares? I just got to put up with it for a while and then dip because like the way they judge me actually affects my life because babes, you're oversharing on the internet again. Fuck it, we're gonna do it. Okay, listen, these people have ruined my life. It's time for me to ruin theirs. Because, like, my mom takes that mess to heart, right? Like, if anyone is like, I can't believe she's wearing that. Like, literally, when we get home, she's like, you're never wearing that shirt again. Because blah, blah, blah said something. And I'm like, I don't give a damn. And so it's just annoying. And right now, me and my mom are going through, like, sentimental pictures. And if you, well, oh, my gosh, I've never said this on the podcast. My father passed away when I was five years old, okay? So, yes, fatherless behavior. That's why we're here, right? Period. Poo. And so we're going through sentimental pictures. And I'm going through photo albums of, like, my family and me as a child. And then they just, like, came across a whole bunch of pictures of my dad. And I was like, oh, my God, fatherless behavior. Forgot I had one of those, right? Like, oh, huh, forgot that existed for a while. And so it was just, like, really cute, sentimental. It, like, filled me with joy. And I was so excited to, like, hop over to the podcast and then talk about it. And then, like, boom. It's just my mom telling me a girl is not even that big of a deal but it's her trying to push me into different jobs right and she's been doing that for so long like she's been trying to push me do I really want to put this on the internet fuck it I'm like oh my gosh (sighs) 
it's okay. You know what? It's okay. We're deciding to go through with it. And you know what? I'm deciding to overshare because I know I'm not the only person in the freaking world going through this. And I know there's someone else out there who's probably listening to this, like screaming their mind off, just like, thank you so much for talking about this. So yeah, so let's go ahead and be blunt. And it's just my mom being like, this place is hiring, this place is hiring, this place is hiring, this place is hiring. And it's not just like my mom's trying to get me jobs. It's because I know that in reality, it's her being like, I can't believe you're a philosophy major. I can't believe you're working to be a doctor. She already sees me as a failure in her eyes because she's embarrassed. She's like, I literally saw a video of some guy being like, you know, I work with a lot of kids. He's like a therapist or whatever. Oh, my father just hit the mic. And he was like, the number one thing that he hates that parents say is, but you can't make money from that. And my mom is like the queen of that. You can't make money from that, right? Like, what are you going to do with that? What is your plan with that? And the guy was just like, sometimes you got to walk through a door. Because, not because you're meant to be in that room, but because you got to walk through that door. Because there's a door on the other side of that room. And then you got to enter through that door. And then you have to walk down to the basement. You got to climb up a ladder. You got to stay on the roof for a while. And then after about a year, you walk over and you climb down another ladder. That's on the other side of the roof. And then you enter through another door. You take a helicopter over the river and boom, that's where you're going to be for 15 years. But like you don't know that until you walk through that first door. So like why do parents keep being so judgmental about their kids and their like lives and their jobs? Now, yes. I can see both sides of this of like, I want my kid to be successful. I don't want to see them fall apart and go broke and blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, I know a majority of it is coming from like, my family keeps looking at me as the disappointment, right? They keep looking at me as the disappointment because, oh my gosh, she was doing like animal science to become a vet. She couldn't make up her mind. And now she's a philosophy major just doing a podcast. Like what is wrong with this girl? Like I am like the black sheep of the family. And literally no one has ever stopped to question me. They have already instantly judged me, already said all these negative things like, I can, like, girl, I can see it in your looks. I can tell in the way you talk to me. And I can see it in the way that my mom is like, don't tell people you're major. Like, oh my God, don't tell people you're major. And like, here, you need to call, apply for this job and apply for this job and apply for this job. And people keep pushing me and pulling me in these different directions. But no one has actually stopped and asked me, like, why did you do that? Like, girl, what are you going to, like, you, no one has actually stopped and asked me. And if people would have stopped and asked me, then they would have gotten the answer of, because I'm afraid to end up like y'all because I have watched all of my family members grow up and live the most miserable lives. I'm sorry, but this entire family is a bunch of old, bitter people. That's all they do. They sit around, they judge people. And then like when you literally sit there and hear about their lives, they're just like, oh, this and that, this and that. They just victimize themselves. And all I see is a bunch of old, angry people that I have no ounce of empathy left for people. And they just talk about how miserable their lives are. But the people who I see that are happy are people who are like, life is what it is. You just got to make some decisions and hope they're the best. And you got to keep going. Like, no matter how hard you try, bad things are going to happen and you got to push through it and you got to make the best of everything and you just got to push and push and push and push. And so me choosing to be a philosophy major and choosing to do a podcast was literally because I was like, why am I listening to the most bitter people of my life? Like, 
when I was a kid and they're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, I don't know. I'm freaking six years old. What the hell? Like, That's so far away. Like, girl, <laughs> who cares? You know, and they're just like, you love animals. You're going to be a vet. And that's that's what I've been told. And then I just accepted it. And I was like, cool, I'm going to be a vet. And they're like, you're going to make so much money. And I was like, cool, I'll make a lot of money. And they're like, yeah, you're going to be a vet. You're going to make us all proud because you're the smart one in the family. And you're, I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. But then like, as like, as I kept going, it, it was such a blessing to literally be the black sheep of the family, to be the outcast, right? Like growing up, I was literally like the main focus of everyone's jokes. I was, oh my gosh, I was tore down for my looks, for what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a dancer. And you know how, how like they made so much fun of me. They literally told me that like it was pointless for me to dance. Why are you dancing? Are you kidding me? A dancer? Girl, what are you going to do with that? Really? Go do something useful. Really? You want to do dance? And I watched them praise my other cousins. I literally have a cousin who was a drummer. And when I tell y'all the way they worship the ground this boy walked on, I literally have another cousin who was in swimming. And they're like, oh my God, you're a swimmer? You're going to be the next Michael Phelps. But I was like, I'm going to be a dancer. No one cheered me on. They talked mess about me. When I even got my driver's license, they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're putting her behind the wheel of a car. Like, what? Who do you think you are? You think you're a good driver? But, like, let one of my other cousins hop behind the wheel of a car. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at you. You're doing so great. Blah, 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 blah. So it was constantly being shunned and casted out as a kid, right, by these bitter people. And I was like, I just stopped for a second. was like, girl. I know they told you to be a vet because they're like, you love animals. But did you ever choose to be a vet? And I knew I wasn't going to be a vet when I went. Girl, we're having a therapy session, babes. It's it's therapy. Don't worry. We're going to pick it up for the ending of the episode because I am I am so tired of coming to the internet and complaining. Like, one can only complain for so long. But literally, we'll get to it. But, like, I was able to stand into an – I was able to stand in an operation room with a vet who was spaying a cat. Y'all, I could not stand to be around it. It made me sick to my stomach. I stood in that operation room and I watched him have the time of his life sewing up this cat, cutting it up. Like I watched from start to finish where they put the cat um, under anesthesia. They tied it in different ways to like, you know, um, shave it, shave the area that was about to be cut open, tying it down to a table so it wouldn't move around and blah, blah, blah. Like I watched that all happen and it made me sick. I was like, I don't want to do this. I do not want to do this. This is what a vet does all day. I don't want to do this. And then I'm watching in the operating room. He's like, ask me questions, ask me questions. Like having the time of his life. And I literally just like put my back against the wall and slid down to the ground. And I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and that day I was like, I'm not going to be a vet. But it was literally, oh my God, freshman year of high school. And I was like, what the hell are we going to do now? And then like, I didn't think about it again because I was like, all I want to do is dance. I'm like, mm, I'm not going to make it to any 18 anyways. You know, like uh, asteroid's going to hit me or something like, uh, you know, and I did not even think I was going to make it past the graduation stage. A part of that was from she was Sue inside her <laughs> like heavily. So I was like, you know, we're going to sue inside her before that even happens. So like, who cares? That doesn't matter. And then like. I didn't and I was like okay maybe we should have because like what are we doing now with our lives and I was like okay back to vet and I was just as miserable going to the classes and showing up because like I did an entire speech about this for speech class there wasn't a single decision in my life that was for me myself and I 
And so choosing to be a philosophy major, choosing to start a podcast was like my entire life. I was told I could not have any type of social media, but I love social media. The people who are creating the content on social media look like they're having the time of their life. And I was like, I want to be you. And like, I was like, I'm going to be you. But I never got the chance to be them because babes, I was told I wasn't allowed to have social media. Which is why I still don't have a Facebook. And you know what? Thank God, because my entire family's on Facebook and I don't need them stalking me. And like philosophy, I was like, if I could do anything, honestly, the only thing that I'm interested in is philosophy. There's not a single major that I cared for because of how much I want to do content creation, because of how much I want to be an entertainer, babes. I want to be a model. I do not want to be an actor and actress, babes. The the mental health you have to go through to be a good actor or actress, mm, don't have it. Don't have it in me. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. I'd rather be mediocre. I'd rather someone watch a movie and they're able to tell that I'm playing a role and I'm actually acting instead of embodying a character. Nope, mm-mm, not going through that mental health. But I love to be a model any day. I actually auditioned to be a model as a kid and I messed it up so badly. It was my first time in front of a camera, in front of people, and it was just like this open audition. They were like, come, and I, it, I'm pretty sure it was for a talent agency. And if you got it, then you were able, they would. Uh, fly you and the other people who like passed the audition to New York and yeah and they would have you go around interviewing at different modeling agencies and they would try to get you on catwalks and I was like yeah I want to do that and I still remember I had to like do a little fake commercial for Kool-Aid Jammers oh my gosh I still remember this and the entire time I'm practicing with so much energy right so much mm, I was like, I'm going to kill it. Like, this little girl is going to kill it. But keep in mind, this is my first audition ever, ever. I was young. I was probably, like, six years old. And so we go. <laughs> we go inside. And as soon as the lights hit me, all I saw was lights, and I couldn't see the judges behind y'all. It, it scared me. It terrified me. I literally blanked. I had it memorized. They were like, we don't want you reading from the paper. Yeah, babes, I had that memorized. Yo, mm-mm, blanked panicked read straight off the paper as fast as I could and then was like done and then I realized that I messed it up so hard that I just like face palmed my head into my hand and then I just walked out the room and I was like yep I'm not getting a call back did not get a call back as expected did not want get one at all and that was supposed to be the last time that I auditioned for anything until I did one of those scams on the radio I did a scam on the radio. Mm-hmm. You know the, would you, do you want to be on the Disney channel? And like, da-da-da-da-da, we'll call blah-blah-blah-blah-blah. Yeah, I did that. Mm-hmm. I did that. I still remember what it's called. It was called a big event. And I thought it was legit because if you paid so much money, you also got to like sit in for a celebrity panel and whatnot. And Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande performed for them one year, right? So I was like, this is legit because Ariana Grande performed for them. And this was a really long time ago. And like, I've literally been an Ariana Grande stand from the beginning. Like I was in love with her before she was even famous. So I was like, oh, they got Ariana Grande. So this has to be real because like Ariana Grande is a legit celebrity, right? So I auditioned and they call back everyone if you didn't know. And by the way, I thought I nailed that audition. I thought I did amazing way better because I learned from the first audition, right? And they called me back and I was like, yes, I deserve this. And they're like $3,000 so we can take you to Disney, bring a mes- resume, bring, I almost said a mugshot, bring a headshot and 
there's going to be producers out there and you're just going to have to talk to everybody and network to get yourself on a TV show. And I was like, oh, yes, my dream. And so we paid the $3,000 and then later, later found out it was a scam. And so um, I didn't go on the trip at all. And my mom spent a lot of time with the credit card companies trying to claim fraud. And they were like, mm, nope, mm -mm. all the paperwork you signed was signing off that they're able to take this money. And you definitely got scammed out of $3,000. And we we're like, mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for your good. Thank you for your day. And I was not allowed to audition for anything else ever again. And I was very sad. And that's where the dream stopped. Right. And I was like, OK, so back to life, back to reality, hey, back to life, back to reality. And I was like, wow, my dreams of being a star are gone. And then I heard that Miranda Cosgrove got, um, Oh my gosh, I forgot what it, no, was it Selena? No, it was Miranda Cosgrove. She got on her first TV show because she went around like singing and dancing in a store and there was a producer there who loved and adored her. So he went ahead and put her on a show. And so yes, for a solid year straight, every store that I was in, I would sing and dance around the store trying one day to get my chance on a show. I've tried, I've tried for so long. Yes, she has. So <laughs> that was like, my childhood's like claim to fame honestly so it's really i've just just always wanted to be an entertainer and yeah that was me oversharing so point being i don't know it's just really hard to be around people who you can tell are just like what is it like chronically disappointed in you it's hard. It's annoying. And if you were going through that, like, girl, I feel you. But we're not going to cry about it. Babes, wipe them tears, okay? We're going to show, like, we're going to show out. You know, we're just going to, we're going to freaking show out. Every family needs the disappointment who, like, after they become a late bloomer, just, like, blossoms above every, every single person in the family. And they're, like, the best person in the family. Like, every family needs one. And we are those people. So we are the outcasts, the babes. We're not the outcasts for long at all, at all. And I just really had to get that off my chest. And you know what? Frick it. We're uploading it to the internet because it's a podcast. Podcasts are a lot, are allowed to be a lot more vulnerable. And you know what? When you're podcasting by yourself, see, the podcast today is giving POV. I'm your therapist, which has been one of my favorite podcasts. Actually, we're going to kick it up. I am so tired of this podcast just being sad and down because the past few episodes have been really sad and emotional. And don't get me wrong. Don't, no, I just hate. Mm -mm, I hate that that's the content that I've been putting out for you. It's just like sad, emotional content because she's been a sad, emotional queen. And it's like, girl, get over yourself. Everybody has problems. I mean, your problems and your feelings are always valid. And that's not like the way to look at it. But as of right now, like the way I have to get through it is literally just like dust your shoulders off, be a stronger person, and we're going to fucking walk through the fucking valley, what shadow valley of death. What is it? <laughs> Who cares? But like, it's, uh, it's hard out in these streets, girl. Material girl. Talking about material girl. Um, Tell me why my mom has like vintage Dolce and Gabbana glasses. And she was like, here, take them. And I was like, <gasps> DG. And she was like, yeah, what about it? And I was like, Dolce and Gabbana. And she was like, yeah, what about it? And I was like, Miss Luxury Fashion. And she was like, girl, back in the day, this was cheap. And I was like, <gasps> 
and I would have vintage Dolce & Gabbana. And she was like, I actually give those back. Let me go ahead and sell them for a cute price. And I was like, no, mine now. So my net worth has increased. <laughs> Ugh, girl, big bands busting out the Bentley Bentayga. Like, I don't, mm, 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 mm. Anyways, my point being, reality season reality house season three has come out and i did not watch reality season one i've i started watching reality house when season two came out and i watched it and fell in love with it and then i tried to go back to watch reality house season one but when i saw the like quality of production i said no thank you so i watched season two season three has been out and has been out for a while and they're like slowly dropping episodes and so here's what i'm going to do for y'all Okay, this is where the podcast is going to pick up because, babes, it's been too sad. It's been too sad. I am so... We're, we're going to start living in denial, okay? Okay, we're, we're living in denial. If I'm in denial about the fact that my life is miserable, it can't be miserable, right? You know when Rihanna was like, fake it? Yeah, that's what we're doing from now on. So, my life isn't miserable. What we're going to do here is I have asked Tyler, a.k.a. T. Rich, a.k.a. the accidental villain of this podcast, I did not realize how much I talk bad about Tyler in this podcast until I'm like listening back and edit at like old episodes or like editing. And I'm like, damn, I go in on this boy. But it's literally just because I have a baby crush on him and like he cannot treat me right for the world. And it's just like recognizing that like mm, no matter how cute that face is and how fun that personality is, he will always be an F boy. OK, he won't always be an F boy. But by the time like the F boy has gone away. Mm, yeah, I'll probably be like happily married or something, you know, it's that kind of thing. So we're just like happily, happily friend zone for life. Hashtag friend zones for life. Hi, Tyler, if you're listening to this, hee hee. <laughs> but we're still friends. We're still good friends. He's an amazing friend. Amazing. When I tell y'all, he's such a great friend. No, because why does it sound like I'm trying so hard to, like, make myself believe that? Like, girl. <laughs> he is a good friend, though. He is the homie. But that's just because I have... Ex nah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Nah, like, he really is a great friend. Trying to step more than that? Jesus Christ. No. So... I said all of this just to say that I forced him to make a song for this podcast. And I was like, mm, can we make it anime inspired? And he was like, got you. And then he got it for me. And like, he did this when he was sick. First of all, <laughs> I think he said it took him like a day to do this. He did this sick and it took him a few hours to freaking restart the entire project. So, so we're going to make this our hold elevator music as I go watch an episode or two of reality house because i want to come back here and i want to be amped okay i want to be amped out of my mind okay we're tired of the depressed ish okay i am so like i am so tired of coming on this podcast and fucking crying about my life and be like my life sucks my family sucks like yes yes sweetheart they do they do but i am not the only person out here with sucky family okay which is why i talk about it because if you relate babes i relate to you okay i am you we are one we are soulmates we are lifelong soulmates, period. So here's the whole elevator music for y'all because 
yeah, I'm going to watch it and then I'm going to come back and then I'm going to tell y'all all about my freaking favorites from like the past whatever like i'm gonna tell you my favorite products my favorite tv shows and we're gonna rant about it and we're gonna rant about how great has life has been i mean it's gonna be like fake denial like how great life has been but it's still gonna be great okay and you know why life is great because i got a fat ass period and big tits period <laughs> I did not watch a single episode of Reality House. Babes, I didn't even watch the trailer. You know what I did instead? I hopped over to YouTube. I watched a tarot card reading. Enjoyed it. Cried about it because it spoke so much to me. Why was that silence loud as hell? And then I watched Miss Remy Ash's video. That's to be 1 a.m. It's 12.55 a.m. I watched Miss Remy's Ash what miss remy ashton's video of her turning cal her boyfriend into herself enjoyed every second of it loved it and now i'm back babes i'm sorry for lying to you but is anything new it is the distract me please podcast i never do anything i say i'm gonna do point being here's some of my favorites okay but like also i'm so extremely tired that i literally don't even want to tell y'all my favorites in this podcast episode i want to tell y'all my favorites in next podcast episode because like breakfast at tiffany's and bottles of bubbles girls with tattoos who like getting in trouble lashes and diamonds 18 and machines buy myself all of my favorite things you know point being i'm way too tired to sit here and be like oh my god here's my favorite things and then go through and edit it so here's what's really gonna happen i want to see y'all in the next podcast episode i love you so much what for um uh i'm so tired i am so tired i forgot that i went to sleep late last night and woke up really early and i have not i i need my old person nap to make it through the day and i did not have that today i didn't have it today connie is literally snoring fast asleep in my room on my bed i oh also i'm in houston i'm no longer in college station i don't know if i've I hope I updated y'all, but that was so long ago because that was definitely at the beginning of Vlogmas. I don't know. It is what it is. Um, 
that pillar candle that I was talking about that I love that I had in College Station. Yeah, I came to Houston and I got another one. So let me put y'all on because this is part of my favorite things, right? So when I tell y'all I feel so out of it, I feel like I'm on like 10 different drugs trying to talk to you. Like I'm trying to force my eyes awake. Point being, it's this pillar candle from Walmart, right? The scented ones. You have to get the scented ones because I don't know what type of crack essential oils they put in this. Like literally these pillar candles are some of the strongest scented candles I've ever smelled in my life. Like I am... A candle connoisseur, if you will. And if you go back and listen to my Mimsy's Choices podcast episode, my friend has her own candle company and I love her candles. And her candles are the only candles that are just strongly scented enough to actually make the room smell like the candle. Like, yeah, I have smelled... Babes, we're podcasting... (laughs) Who you with? Bitch, my nigga. Anyways, that was my intro. Hi, guys. I'm Bert. You already know what to do. Have a good night. Wake me up when you wake up, girl. I will. I'm... Literally before you take Connie out so I can try to go work early. Because I wanted to go at, like, 9 a.m. and then I woke up at, like, 11 to go. Yeah, it is. The getting up struggle is fucking real on that one. It is when you have to like literally like do it for yourself. It it is hard. So do you want to wake up, go drive around, do deliveries for a little bit, go to the gym and then back to deliveries? (laughs) You know what period? Not my phone telling me it's time to go to sleep, bro. I am not. I am not looking forward to waking up early. Have you ever, like, brushed your teeth so hard that you get, like, this skin that's, like, peeling off around your mouth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's happening to me right now. I love it because it just lets me know that my mouth is... You can eat in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know how white people pour a bowl, a bowl of cereal in their mouth? Like, just open and pour the milk and put the cereal in their mouth. Like, white people, other white people eat from it? You could do that in my mouth and have fucking too. It's okay. I, I remember that trend, and I've been trying to forget that trend, so let's not. Just put it right there. No, you, the way you said it, it's like a trend. The one that popped up in my brain right now, like HD clear vision. Motherfuckers doing the toilet trend. Oh, and I remember people choking and spitting it in the person's... Uh. No, I'm talking about the one where they made the hot chocolate in the toilet. What? <laughs> I don't ever need to see that trend. You really missed that. I'm glad I missed that. Oh man, shit, you missed that. Now I gotta send that to you. Oh, fuck no, don't, <laughs> don't do they that. Literally, like, cleaned the toilet and then poured milk in the part where you flush it. I'm gonna be and sick. The entire toilet with chocolate and whipped cream. And all the good sprinkles and all the stuff, like, filled it up. And then, like, flushed the toilet. And let it, like, swirl and give the effect. And then they drank it first. <laughs> See, I was about to say, actually, that kind of sounds like fun. And I would love to do that as long as you're not drinking it. As long as you're, like, visual effects so, only. Yeah, guys, you can drink it because then it adds water to it as well. 
and it like mixes perfectly and you get this blend and it's drinkable it's a clean toilet you can drink it i said ma'am you just added, added extra water <laughs> thank clear you clear water at that not milk so, toilet um, clear water at that drinkable question mark anyways i'm about to do my last milk session I thought I only had like a little nug left. I thought I only had this left, but ended up having this left. I thought I only had this left, but I ended up having this left. Oh. That was my exact first one I saw. I was like, ah, I can't even this. He said a gift for me to me. Anyways, back to podcasting. Go see when that paycheck done. Garbage. All right, bye. And I only made point twenty two. I saw that point twenty two overtime with how much you be working. Yeah. So imagine how long it takes to hit forty hours. So forty point twenty two. So it's not enough. It's literally still three hundred dollars. Babes, you need some sleep. <laughs> no, babes, I need a new job. I need to get out of Texas. It's off in the rocky. As cheap as as it is, the 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 minimum wage is cheap too. So it's all around cheap. Actually, yeah, people in California trying to find their way in Texas. Let let's go ahead and say that as cheap as Texas is, as low as our taxes is, that also comes with some low ass paychecks. Yeah, some struggle ass. It's Texas is a struggle state. As stupid as it is, it's the struggle state. I didn't realize that Texas was actually one of the few states that literally still has their minimum wage at seven twenty-five. I didn't realize other states were raising it. I was like, oh, this wasn't a whole yeah, U.S. I thing. So happened to be in Texas when it was still at minimum wage. Oh, lies, lies. Yeah. lies. We know that. Black friend Paulette, right? Mm-hmm. So I met her at Kroger. She's kind of older. Yeah, I've met her at the okay. kickball okay. game. Anyways, y'all. Um I literally love that the meme. So I have a widget on my phone that like flips through my entire meme album. And my meme album literally has 840 memes. Yes, I just read the number off for you. And one of them is like this drawing of this lady, titties out, bonnet on, mug in hand, hand on hip. And I'm like, it's giving me right now. So <laughs> my point is this pillar candle is one of my favorites. Like it's literally just this Walmart basic pillar candle. And it's really hard to find a nice, strong, scented candle that I actually enjoy the smells of. But these pillar candles from Walmart are like amazing, top tier. The scent is so strong. I leave it burning for so long. And I just like buy the little plate that cut, like they have a glass plate and they have like the metal plates. The one in College Station, I have the black metal plate. The one here, I have the glass plate because they were completely out of um, the metal plates. And I was like, damn, I really enjoy the metal plates. So I was like, I'll get the glass plate. It's cute, but I low-key felt like the metal plate is a little cuter, but it is what it is, you know? But yeah, I enjoy these candles so much, and I feel like it's less waste, because with an actual candle, you're throwing away an entire, like, glass container. Like, when you're done, if you don't know how to DIY the container, you're just, like, throwing it away or putting it in recycle. With these pillar candles, the only thing you're buying is, like, the when you're throwing it out, you're only throwing away wax. Like... 
and even then if you want to you can use you can reuse the wax in another candle in like all the glass containers that you look you've been saving up from like your past candles or something you know and you can just recycle the plastic that it's wrapped in and it's just like such a small piece of plastic you just throw that in recycle and like you go about your day and I love that way more instead of like just throwing out just tons and tons and tons of glass containers because I th go through a lot of candles I love candles but yeah so these pillar candles and Mimsy Choices candles my two favorite candles all right I love you all go listen nope go yeah go listen to other episodes first of all go binge my podcast you know go binge it i have some really cute short episodes that you can go through you don't have to sit here and listen for hours and hours and hours um but yeah go follow me on the socials okay my socials are in the show notes go annoy t rich and tell him to drop an album because i've been forcing him to make music like <laughs> oh my God. that was a fucked up joke but we live for dark humor Tyler would think it was funny okay don't feel sorry for him he makes jokes like that all the time no he doesn't he he like does but he doesn't <laughs> I love you so much Tyler but <laughs> oh my god Let's see. I will literally text the joke to him but um yeah thank you so much for listening <laughs> yeah He's, oh my fucking god that's so funny um i love you all i can't believe i'm leaving this joke in we don't care um she's starting to not care in her podcast anymore can we tell okay bye peace